0: Hi, it's Mary Jean Pigeon with the Restoration of Women's Virtues back again. So glad to be back with you. I miss you when we're gone. I look forward to our times together. And I do hear your comments on Facebook. And, and uh, if you have any questions, send them to me. I'll be happy to answer them. I look forward to uh, having sharing time together with you. I wanted to remind us that the name of the ministry is Restoration of Women's Virtues. Uh, back in the eighties, the Lord spoke to me about building an army of women and restoring women to their original power and purpose. And, uh, when I started investigating that, I see that we really have never walked in the original purpose to the degree God would like to see us. I dare say none of us in the body of Christ have fulfilled all that He's got for us, but we have that to look forward to, don't we? So, restoring a woman to her original power and purpose and the restoration of women's virtues virtues is a strong word. It's a warrior word. It's translated armies in the old Testament and armies on the move, not just an army, but an army that a moving army. So that's an energetic army. And so, um, we've been looking at healing the last several sessions. Uh, but the, uh, I just wanted you to understand my thinking here in that, uh, in the restoring women to their original power and purpose, we need to understand kingdom principles. And that's what we're looking at, the healing and kingdom principles. I also want to remind you that we have these two books. This is my first book called Woman, Her Purpose, Position, and Power. And this is my testimony uh, of a young mother learning with raising three boys and learning these principles from God. And that's a, a big part of my testimony. And then the second book we did in the last year or two, it's called Woman Imagined. And I put it into workbook form so you could look up the scriptures and you could answer the questions and I could share a little bit more about how this has affected my life and changed my life. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're interested to get them, you can go on the webpage, um, and look uh, and, and buy one, or you can uh, contact, uh, go to Amazon.com. I think they're at Amazon, but especially on our webpage is where you can get one. So I encourage you to read that. Um, you know, I, I've been doing this for a long time, and I still need to read it. So <laughs> I had a friend of mine and I, we traveled all over England back in the, in the 90s. And every time the message seemed like it was the same, but it's different. Every time you hear, it's just like the word of God. When you hear the word of God, you think you've got it, but then a little time goes by and, and you, we are called leaking vessels in the scriptures. We leak. And so it's, it's good to renew ourselves on uh, who we are as women made in the image of God. Amen. And also the fact that, um, we are living from a different system than the world system. And that's what I wanted to remind us. We've looked at that in the past. Uh, The the kingdom of God is the system we're living from. And aren't you glad when you look around you and see how the world is really falling apart? And um, it's being flooded, if you will, like in Noah's day with evil. And, And God, Noah, when he was warned of God of things not yet seen, built an ark for the salvation of his household. So we're building our ark and the ark that we're building right now as a as a woman of virtue is a healing ark. We're building a, a healing ark. And I don't know if you know notice but there's so much sickness and disease in the world. I'm sure you do because we're living in the midst of a pandemic of coronavirus. But with all of that sick talk and death talk, we need to know that there's a place of safety for us. And as women, we carry a powerful influence to influence the people around us and the surroundings around us, and especially our families and taking care of our children. We need to um, make sure that our influence is purely based on the Word of God. And that's why we're looking at the healing. In the kingdom of God, we've discussed in the past that the operating systems are different than in the world system. The world system is a much merchandising system. The kingdom of the kingdom of God is an agricultural system, and so in the agricultural system, it's seed time and harvest, reap what you've sown. Uh, if you don't sow anything, you don't reap anything. And the operating system is faith in the kingdom. You have to have faith to get anything done and to and to move about. And uh so then the health care system in the kingdom of God is the fact that God is our physician. Now, I didn't say we never go to a physician, but God is our primary physician. You can know, you have a primary and a secondary physician. My primary physician would be the Holy Ghost and, and Father God in the name of Jesus and what Jesus did for me. The medicine that he uses is his word. <clears throat> That's his vaccine. <laughs> You know, they're looking for a vaccine for coronavirus. Well, Jesus is our vaccine. The Word of God is our vaccine. And so if we can get that into our systems and get that into our psyche, if you will, get that into our understanding and see that the Word is medicine to our flesh, when we get that in the midst of us and it gets a strong heart based on that, then we can um, operate in the kingdom of God and not the world system. And that's going to be very important because the world system is really crumbling and the kingdom is getting stronger and stronger. You know, it makes me think of, remember in the Old Testament where it says the house of Saul was weakened, but David's kingdom became stronger day by day. Well, the kingdom of God, folks, is getting stronger day by day in the earth. And so I want to encourage all of us to jump in, build that ark, get in that boat, And operate in the operating system that God is our physician. And like I said, it didn't say that you don't um, go to a physician, but you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you to a physician if you need one. You might not need one near so much if you learn how to operate with God as your physician and the Word of God as your medicine. You won't need a physician all that much. But if you need one, he will send you to one. But let him do the sending instead of you just going. You know, in, in years past, we looked at the doctors as the final say-so. And the first place we ran to. And, if, and and then if that didn't work, well, finally we might go to God in prayer. But let's go to God in prayer first. <clears throat> let's speak his word first. And then we won't need those physicians so much. Amen. So I like to call that God's heavenly health care. And, um, you know, I was thinking the other day, the last few sessions we've had uh, talking about healing and and, and all. Sometimes we have an experience in our life where somebody else suffered and they died. In fact, uh, many years ago when I was first learning a lot of this, a friend of mine, she died of cancer. And um, that was a shock to my system because I was believing God for her to rise and be healed. And we really need to um, trust the Lord in times like that. We don't always win every battle. And you're dealing with other people and the things that are in their psyche, the, what's what's stuck in their spirit. They may see themselves sick or have feared cancer all their life. There's other things going on besides just My prayer for them. But I want to uh, share a scripture with you about that because I I don't, you know, we have opportunities to be disappointed in the body of Christ functioning with God in, in the kingdom of God. And there's a scripture in Romans chapter three, verses three and four. It says, "...for what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar." as it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings and mightest overcome when thou art judged. The main part there is let God be true and every man be made a liar. So even though my, uh, even if my testimony after teaching on this and sharing these with you and and being very strong in my belief about it, even if it didn't appear to work for me, God's word is still true and my experience is the lie. I'm not. The, I'm not a liar. But my experience has been the lie, and it could be for a lot of reasons. You don't know the fears I might have had in my in my spirit for years. You know, last time we talked about the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. Well, you don't know what might be in my spirit. We don't know what that other person is holding. In fact, that would be if you're praying for someone who's dealing with a. a, a, a a bad sickness that could lead to death. You need to pray that that whatever obstacles would that that are in their life that could be stopped in their mind, in their thinking, in their spirit that could be hindering the flow of God's power. That they would come to the light and you could remove them. I know years ago I was praying for someone in my family, in my life, and I had to. Uh, I had prayed for years, for years for this person. And they dealt with substance abuse, and I had prayed for years. And finally, one day, I had grown enough in Christ to know that there's victory in Jesus. And so, um, I the, uh, finally came to a place. One day, I just said, "You know, Lord, I know there's victory in Jesus, and I'm not getting the victory here. So I must be doing something wrong. That's the first thing. Is it, you know, let it be you doing something wrong, not God not answering prayer." is I must be doing something wrong. And I'm not praying for them anymore until you show me how to pray. And it was just a couple of days later, I woke up one morning and I knew, and this is the gift of the Spirit function. Here's the Holy Ghost on duty. I knew when I woke up that morning, I knew that, that, that there were three demons that had this person in, in bondage. There was a, and I was just dealing with the substance abuse part, the alcoholism, but there was a a root of bitterness in their life, and there was a jealousy, which kind of hangs out, jealousy and bitterness kind of go together, and then there was alcoholism, and actually the bitterness and jealousy made the person nauseous and sick to their stomach, so they took drinks to settle their stomach and became an alcoholic, and so... uh, that's why I was praying all the while I was praying right all the while, but these obstacles were in the way. so if you're listening to me right now and you're praying for somebody and you don't seem to be getting the victory, well let's move the obstacles out of the way and uh and and don't hinder the power of God and that's what I'm saying sometimes it doesn't seem to work, but let The man's experience be the lie and God's word be made true. God's word is true. Jesus bore all of our sin, sickness, and disease. He was pierced through for our transgressions and crushed for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace fell upon him. And by his stripes, we were healed. That's the truth. Now, I want to allow that truth to function in my life, that that is real and any experience I have that doesn't make that look like that is real is the lie. And now I can deal with it from an honest heart, and an honest, uh, on an honest basis. That uh, my experience is the lie, not the word of God. God's not telling me no. God's not letting me down. He uh, loves me, and he wants to. Uh, he wants me to be healed more than I want to be healed. I think I've said that before. But uh, I just wanted to share that scripture with you. What if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? And actually, that person may be believing to the best of their abilities. But if these obstacles... See, what this person I was praying for, the obstacles in their way were three demons that had them in bondage that had entered in through experiences in their life in the past And we didn't even know they were there. So I'm hitting a hitting a wall all the time when I'm praying. My prayers are hitting this wall. And those demons are rooted in there. Now, God's not going to remove the demons. I have to remove the demons. A lot of people say, Lord, get the devil off my back. Well, he doesn't do that. Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. Now you go and cast out devils. So it's our job to cast out devils. If the devil's in the way... And there's a strong root in the way, a rooted spirit in the way, then we have to cast him out, and then the healing power of God is free to flow. Isn't that exciting? So I just encourage you to ask some questions. I've always asked a lot of questions, and God loves to answer them. So if you've been praying for somebody, and even if you're not, let's just let's just pray over ourselves, Lord. Help us to remove any obstacles that would be in the way of your spirit and your power flowing in our lives. I pray you experience that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We also live stream on Facebook and YouTube on Thursdays at noon. Hope to see you there.